0: Due to the graphic nature of this podcast, listener discretion is advised. Episodes may include discussion of abuse, murder, sexual assault and other incidents that some people may find offensive. We'd advise extreme caution for children under 13. It was a dreary Wednesday evening. The series of events that had unfolded within the day had caused whispers down the busy streets of Putgama Road, Rajagiria. Was the premises where the Japanese office was located down Kuda Putgama Road really haunted? The victim, Priyantini Kumudini, 45 was employed as an administrative officer at this office. She was found dead at her residence on the evening of April 12, 2017, where she was believed to have taken her own life. Police even found a note in which she had admitted that she was in a distressed state of mind Was this really death by suicide? Was she murdered or was it a force even more sinister? I'm Stephanie Haft, an investigative journalist and true crime enthusiast. Every Tuesday, I'll be taking a deeper look into some of the most famous and infamous true crime mysteries that took place right here in Sri Lanka. From serial killers, to love stories that ended in gruesome deaths, to even exorcism and the occult. This show leaves no stone unturned in sharing the most gruesome true crime stories to come from this island we call home. Unsolved, bone chilling, murders that will have you screaming. This is Murder, She Cried, an original podcast from Paradigm. Priyantini had no previous history of mental illness, and before this said incident, was described to be a model employee, which makes this case even more intriguing. It all started in January of 2017, when her office first moved to the said location down Khudapudkamur Road. Kumudini was chirpy, talkative and excited about the move, as it was closer to her residence than the last location. Yet this was soon to change. Little did she know that this move would lead her to meet her untimely fate. This building didn't look like how you'd think it would. It wasn't dark or musty. Its doors opened up to your typical office space, shared busy cubicles and chatter throughout the day. In March of 2017, Priyantini was late to work that afternoon and decided to work late to meet her deadlines. It was 7.8pm when she first heard it. A gurgle. She looked up from her work, yet she didn't think anything of it. At 7.18pm, she heard it again. This time, it was louder and felt like it was getting closer. Maybe it's the shredder, she thought as she packed up her things. She was starting to get the creeps, but she dismissed it as mere noise. The events of the next day were even stranger as she hurried off to have late lunch. She took out her lunchbox only to discover that half of her lunch was already eaten. She bellowed out angrily to the boys in the next room, yet heard no sound. She cursed them in a few angry Sinhalese words and soon finished the rest of her lunch. That evening, Kumuduni got restless. She was experiencing both stomach issues and intense headaches. She was still at the office waiting for her three-wheeler to reach. She stared angrily at her phone when she heard that gurgling noise again. This time it was louder and closer to her ears. She jumped from her chair when she heard a loud laugh. (laughs) This time, she cried as the pain in her stomach just continued to get more intense. At this point, Kumudini grabbed her bags and ran out of the door, forgetting to lock up in her hysteria. On her way home, she continued to hear gurgling and laughter in her ears. (laughs) At this point, she thought maybe it was just her new migraine medication, playing tricks on her mind. This was the story of the first day, Priyantini Kumuduni's alleged possession by a mysterious unseen force first began. She grappled with the fact that she would have to go back to the office the next day. She confided her fears in her husband, Kumara, who told her she might be hearing and seeing things because of the medication. Upon entering the office the next day, She wasn't her usual self. She stopped to scold the boys for eating her lunch yesterday. Yet they looked back at her in confusion. They promised they had eaten their lunch outdoors yesterday. It wasn't them. If it wasn't them, who could it be? She thought out loud. Maybe it was all in her head she continued through her day which seemed like every other day until lunchtime when she pulled her lunchbox out and yet again half of the lunch she packed was missing fear crept up as she wondered how it could be her lunchbox this time was in her handbag beside her the entire time. This time, she didn't have anyone to blame. She began to question her sanity at this point. Maybe her husband had eaten her lunch before she left, although this scenario was very unlikely since he had already left the house prior to her packing her lunch. Kumuduni dreaded working late that night. She rushed off as soon as her shift ended, but as she left the building, she would continue to feel unsettled. As she waited by the road for a bus to get home, as she had left quite early, she noticed a little lady around 4 feet tall, holding onto a roadside near the bus halt, carrying multiple bags of groceries. And as an old bus creaked up to their halt, she helped the little old lady out by carrying her bags and settling her into a seat. As the passenger next to the lady got off the bus, Kumudini sat beside her. Kumudani and the lady got talking. She opened up about how she, in fact, grew up down Budgamoa Road. Kumudani told her she worked down the same road, and as she pointed out the building her office was at, a cloud of darkness loomed upon her face her eyes full of fear. Kumudini noticed the change in her expression and asked her what was wrong. Pereti Holmang, she said. Pereti Holmang was Singhalese for greedy ghost. Pereti Holmang? Kumudini asked in confusion. The lady continued to tell her about the whispers that this building was once home to a katadia. A Khatadiya was the Sinhalese word for witch doctor. A ritual gone wrong had prompted this Khatadiya and his family to sell their home. The families that moved in after would not stay there long. The current landlord was said to rent it out as he and his family were not able to stay there overnight. Fear struck Kumuduni as she recalled everything she had experienced in the last few days. She could almost hear them again, gurgling in her ears. It all came rushing back. Was she being tormented by these evil spirits? As she reached home, she cried to her husband Kumara, who listened in silence, trying to make sense of it all. She called in sick with a migraine the next morning. She was troubled and was too afraid to go back there. She had woken up with a high temperature and contemplated on who she could even confide in at work. Did no one else have the same encounter she did? Was it all because she worked late that one night? The lady had mentioned the landlord had experienced it. Would he have answers? There was only one way to find out. Kumuduni on the noon of Friday, April 7 rushed into work, hoping to meet her boss. He had to know something. With tears in her eyes, she told Mr Ekanayaka everything she had experienced. And to her surprise, he didn't flinch. He stared back at her, blankly, almost like he believed her she noticed he looked relieved did he know the history of the building when he had rented it out mr Ekanayaka stood up from his chair solemnly pointed at the far end of the room and confessed that he would hear voices in the early evenings from the corner of his room. Every evening he would dismiss these noises and leave early. She told him what the lady had told her. The landlord would have answers. Mr. Ekanayaka picked up his phone and invited the landlord over to his place for dinner. He assured her that they would talk things out and that he would update her. In the meantime, he asked her to keep their experience confidential. He did not want to scare off other employees. As Khumuduni walked out of office, she still felt that load of unease, a feeling of dread. As she reached home, she was thankful the weekend was approaching and felt relief that she didn't have to go back to that building just yet. Saturday morning, Mr. Ekanayaka called her with an update. He informed the landlord of the strange occurrences throughout the premises. The landlord, stone-faced and scared, admitted that indeed there had been strange occurrences after hours. In the nights his family lived there, evil spirits that roamed those halls. Pireti Holmang, he said. He was afraid he would lose his tenants and assured Mr. Ekanaika he would obtain the services of the most powerful exorcist in Colombo to conduct a ritual in order to chase away these evil spirits. Sunday the 9th of April 2017 An exorcist visits the premises located down Budgamur Road in order to chase away the evil spirits tormenting the premises. Were these evil spirits tormenting Bhutkamur Road finally vanquished? Or was this just the beginning of Kumuduni's torment? Kumuduni, regardless of these spirits being seemingly vanquished, dreaded going back to work. She spent both the 10th and 11th of April at home, in solitude. No one really knew how she was doing during this period. Her husband, Shantha Kumara, reported she was disturbed and ill during these two days. Then came the morning of 12th April, 2017. Priyantini Kumudoni left home to go to work, yet her husband said she returned home soon after as she had not been feeling well again. Around 10.30 am of April 12th, Kumudoni returned to office again as she wanted to collect her salary. She, however, soon fell quite ill while at office. She collected her salary and returned home by 1pm. She then rested. What happened in the two hours that led to Shantha Kumara finally finding Kumuduni? No one knows. Around 3 pm of April 12th, Shanta found his wife fallen in the pantry with cut injuries, bleeding out. He rushed his wife to the hospital, but sadly it was too late. Priyantini Kumuduni passed away at age 45 on 12th April 2017. From mysterious circumstances, inquirer into sudden death, Ashraf Rumi said a further inquiry into the death was needed, and fixed the inquiry for April 31st. Judicial medical officer WAC Lakmali, in the post-mortem report, noted that death was due to excessive bleeding. Five years later. Further investigations are still ongoing and Priyantini Kumuduni's death still remains a mystery. Do you think delusion drove Kumuduni to the point of suicide or do you think it was a force more sinister in control? Does this menacing force of evil down Putkama Road, lie await for its next victim. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week as we bring you a brand new true crime. If you like this show, follow at Paradigm Podcast on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. Murder, She Cried, hosted by Stephanie Herft, is a Paradigm Original. It's executive produced by Zeeshan Akram Jabir. Podcast cover art by Randitha Philip, with production assistance by Rajit Maligaspe. This episode of Murder She Cried was researched, written, and fact checked by Stephanie Hurft. To hear more from me, follow me at Stephanie Hurft on Instagram and TikTok. The source material for all episodes on this podcast comes from a team of researchers who use publicly available information and verified accounts from people who were alive during the said period if you would like to get in touch please write to info@paradigm.com